Today's episode is sponsored by Aspire, makers of the wand induction dabbing device. Welcome to the dabbing revolution. Aspire's sleek portable e-nail dab kit includes the first ever e-nail to use induction heating. It gives you the power to select your desired temperature for the perfect dabbing experience every time. With the wand, you're in control. Learn more about the first ever induction e-nail at getaspire.com. What's up, stoners? You are listening to Mom and Dad are Stoned, a podcast for responsible cannabis users brought to you by thestonermom.com. That's me. I am the stoner mom, but you can call me Catherine. And I am joined, as I always am, by my wonderful and beloved husband, Blavid. Hi. In this podcast, we pour a couple drinks, smoke a little or a lot of weed, and unwind while talking about cannabis and oh, so much more. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 162. Hi. What are you doing over there? Well, honey, these blunt things that we've got, <laughs> I just want you to know there's... A sticker on them? Oh, God. Did you see this? Like, there's like this weird sticker, but look, there's this like spongy thing, the blue thing on the end. <sighs> that holds all the weed in. Okay, or... it says, it has words on it. It says, pull, tip, and tag before use. Yeah. Um, If you can tell. Yeah. We just got back from the dispensary. We did. Yeah, we did. And we, we got, got these some bl- goodies. Blunts. So I think that's a good time to head over to Libation Corner so we can describe these sponge-tipped blunts. Let's, let's do it. I love it. Okay. Now we're in Libation Corner. Oh, my officially. gosh. Hi. Oh, hi, hi. I've missed you so much. I missed you. It is so good to see you. It's good to it's see you. It's literally been so long. Are you talking to me or everybody else? You. It's good to see you as well. This is what you say to people when you're meeting up at the bar, which hey. is why Libation Corner is a fantasy what do you First things first, let's get you, you a drink. You look amazing. You do too. <laughs> Have you been walking around the block? The yeah, block? my husband made me take a walk today. Oh, man. Whoa, hey, these things <laughs> light up really easily. David is really encouraging the stoner mom's physical... What? Activity? Yeah, I mean, like, I think it's healthy to walk around the block every once in a while. I've been begging him to make me skinny, so he's trying his darndest. Well, first of all. Yes. I think that you're beautiful, <laughs> as you are, obviously. I don't want anyone to get the impression I'm like, oh, you need to lose weight. I don't think anybody has that impression of you. Yeah, I sure. I think so. most people know you're the best husband ever. These are like little cigars, honey. Okay, so these are basically king palms. But they don't look like king palms, but that's what I mean as far as leaves. These are probably big-ass tobacco leaves or whatever. What kind of leaves are these? Well, I don't know. Where's the package? We just had it somewhere. Anyway. I think it's hemp or something. Probably not. Weed. Hold on. Hold on. This podcast is... (laughs) Okay. Hybrid. Okay. First of all, I think these were free with his purchase. Yeah. Four grams total weight. (laughs) It doesn't... Oh, it's key lime pie. Okay. That's nice. Two handcrafted cannabis-filled palm wraps. I wonder if palm wraps are as bad as palm oil. Huh. What about palm olive? Look at these. I don't know. I kind of like these. How'd you get it to go? Every time I have a king palm, I don't know if these are actually king palms, but these are palm wraps. Mm -hmm. I mean, I just love it every time. They burn so... Evenly, look at that. It's going so even. So slow and even. Yeah. It's nice. It is nice. Okay, well, we're smoking some fat green blunts. Yeah, I'll tell you what. So he was like, <laughs> Do you want to use your points to get some 
I got points at the dispensary from buying concentrates. And and I was like, do you have any pre-rolls that aren't shake that are made with like, and he goes, no, they're all made with shake except for these. And I was like, well, I want these. And he was like, well, okay. Well, thank you for your honesty, sir. Yeah. We appreciate that. I don't know. Smoking one of these makes me feel like I'm like smoking, smoking. Yeah. Like that smell, that extra smell that isn't cannabis. Always makes me feel like I'm it's nice. These are smooth and mellow. I like them. So we got these key lime pie. Is that a hybrid or something? Mine's not smoking. So hold on. It's nice. <coughs> there is something about smoking these and drinking this white claw. I just send you to another place. That literally reminds me of childhood. <laughs> okay, why? <laughs> I don't know. It's got to be some sort of like um, wine cooler cigarette mixture. I'm. I mean, honestly, if we're being real about Kathy at 15. Did your parents have wine cigarette mixers? No, but I would steal wine coolers and steal cigarettes. Yeah, you would. And consume them. What a naughty girl. I was a really naughty girl. And therefore, all of our teenagers are very good. Yeah, they are. They're very, very good. Because I'll be like, are you drinking wine coolers and smoking cigarettes in there? <laughs> and they'll be like, like nope, what's what? that? <laughs> Was that even an option? <laughs> okay. Anyway. What are you drinking with your blunt? Here we are in Libation Corner. I'm having a strawberry white claw. I feel like I haven't really enjoyed the strawberry in the past. It's delightful this time. Like I said, it's reminding me of childhood. So maybe I had some like strawberry margarita pre-mixed thing. Maybe. This maybe it was Boone's Farm. That was a little Strawberry later. Hill. <laughs> yes, I'm very familiar. Very familiar. Um, Classic. Okay. What else? We've got a bong here with some weed. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this is. Do you? Yeah, that's uh, pur- that's all we smoke is purple paralysis. Our favorite strain. Favorite. Homegrown, beautiful, fat, and gorgeous. Um, and then I've got my stash Rio here. I'm gonna be caught. Um, Dabbing all episode long, so prepare yourself you, for coughing. You love this thing. I really do. I'm sorry. I love it. I'm trying to get I'm over my hands on some for Happy Flower. I know. We're trying to sell these. They're very cool. I just am in a serious phase of no electronic dabbing devices. You know, even I know we talked about all the concentrate pens recently. Oh, my gosh. I got a DM that made me laugh out loud after our episode about concentrate the pens. Yeah. How they never work and you're sucking your face in. Mm -hmm. She was like, all of my cartridges stopped working. So I put them in a drawer for like six months and then I got them out and then they were all working again. Wow. What the hell? That's what you got to (laughs) do. So anyway, that's more on the cartridge curse. Curse, cartridge curse. That's what you got to do, Catherine. You um, put them in a drawer for six months. I, I think that's what's going on. So I'm taking a break right now from cartridges because I just feel frustrated by them, and I'm just using a wax pen with concentrates. But I've been using the Stash Rio nonstop. I love just using the torch. I really think the the whole like having it kind of built in is the game changer for like yeah. making somebody. Forcing someone to use it. Yeah, because it looks like it's like a mechanical device. It's just all together and I don't have to like go grab my torch. Yeah. Which I store in a specific place. I think also because of that weird pack deck scare that they did, um, I think it forced a lot of companies to really come to the forefront with, you can dab concentrates this way. Because, you know, those concentrate pin people were like, we can't spend any money on marketing or advertising right now because we don't know the fate of our futures. Don't you think, maybe? I do think it's weird how, like, dabbing took for so many years such a 
email turn. And I'm a huge proponent of like the electronic means because when you're talking about discretion for a mom, like nothing says discreet about having a fucking torch in your hand. Okay. Right, right. And like, so that was like the big draw to me for emails. But the thing about emails is they break all the time. They stop, like they just mysteriously stop working. They get clogged inside. I'm talking about every single iteration of them. Ne- nectar collectors, concentrate batteries, like cartridge batteries, the fancy ones like G-Pen Connects, the super fancier ones, you know, they all, there's so many things that can go wrong and break and they do break. And you do spend money getting like a new atomizer or a new tank. And it's kind of expected that you maintain your device Mm -hmm. and get new pieces and parts occasionally so that it's working well. Anyway, all of that is just not even an issue when you're working with just like a manual torch and a piece of glass. It just works every time. It does. And I really feel it. So I guess for the last several years, I was really feeling that email life um, for discretion and really just not just to avoid having a torch at all costs. But now I'm like loving the torch. I feel like I'm really doing something very hands on. Yeah. Um, And so I'm really watching my concentrate and gauging how hot it is all through like not touch, but feeling. Yeah, you know? you're using the force. Man. I'm using the force yeah. to dab, and it's the best. So anyway, I'm going to do a dab right now. I cannot keep this blunt going. Is yours going? And I put mine out because it was going. Mine was not going enough. Anyway, <clears throat> I'm going to do a, a I dab. Good. I talked about everything that I'm... Oh, Lord, smoking and drinking. Baby, tell them. Tell them what you've got. Oh, you don't have it. I tell don't. them what you got to yesterday or the other oh, day. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, okay. Well, first of all, I'm just drinking a normal beer. Makes bourbon drink like i always do but the other day i went to the local liquor store and i i am not kidding okay when i pulled up into the parking lot i had this feeling like at a premonition that they were gonna go we have a bottle of weller do you want it and i walked in and the first thing the guy said is like hey david do you want to or hey david do you want a bottle of weller and i was like oh my god yes and he saved it to him for me and he pulled it out and I bought it, and now it's at my house, and I'm like, you know, I put it in my Amazing. lead-free crystal decanter. <laughs> he walked... I'm like so excited. I forgot we had our lead-free conversation on yeah, this podcast. Yeah, lead-free. He walked in through the door, and I saw that Weller in his hand, and I was blown away. So happy. Shocked, I tell you. And I tell you, that is a testament to getting to know the people. At the same place you shop all the time, there's yeah. bonuses there, you know? Definitely can be applied to the dispensary. Yes. I'm sure we've talked about that before, but get to know your bud tenders <laughs> and your liquor man. Yeah. <laughs> they will treat you well at some point. <laughs> <laughs> so I was so happy and I had that. I'm going to get myself some later on. In you got it. We were saying you've got to tip that dude. I know. And I didn't have it. I never carry cash, but I guess I got to start just to tip people now. <laughs> you know, you never know when someone's going to have a bottle of Weller. Yeah, it's true. It's true. So. Or I'm firing up my torch. Um, I guess that's it for what we're libating on. It is. But it. I'm going to really. You hear this torch going? It's like a jet engine over here. How do you know that thing's ready to go when it starts glowing? I literally watch the concentrate. Oh my God, it's bubbling. (laughs) Yeah, you bubbling. It is bubbling. Wow. It was. It was bubbling up there. Yeah. That's all you do, huh? Wow. Look at you go. Is that your new concentrates that you just got? It is. This was. I didn't even tell you guys what he got me. It was. What the fuck? NYCD sugar wax? (coughs) What strain is that? 
Why does it taste like dirt? (laughs) It's dirt wax. (laughs) I'm serious. It has that taste of like earth dirt. Earth. Hmm. It's nice. It's not unwelcome. It's better than when you do a dab and it tastes like straight butane. (laughs) What is your, let me see what it looks like. What's the consistency? Because we didn't really order this, but it was a substitution. It's called a sugar wax. Which you guys know I don't like any granular. I don't like sugars in my concentrates. But he said it was pretty waxy and not Is he grainy. Was, he, was he telling the truth? He was absolutely telling the truth. Nice. <gasps> Those like hard crystal. Are you seeing birds? I just saw a finch eat off our thing. You're kidding me. No. I, I spun it so that I was I was thinking maybe they want <clears throat> to be on the rail. So I spun it. Because I haven't seen them at all today. Okay, let's get into catching up. Um, we just, for the whole last week, we had relatives from out of town in, we had my in-laws in, David's sister, it was a wonderful time, but, uh, you know, relatives plus all of the kids, you know how we like our weekends where we don't have anybody here and we record our podcast while extremely drunk and high. So we couldn't do that last weekend or this weekend because we were, uh, entertaining. Yeah, we're entertaining. So first of all, I wanted to say it's nice to see you and to be with you and oh, to smoke ditto. and drink oh with you. Oh my God, thank I feel the same way. Number two, while your sister was here, she got us hooked on finches yeah. in our backyard. Yeah, because, <laughs> you know, yeah, because we have this weird backyard with all these gigantic trees in the backyard and there's a myriad of <coughs> avian species up in there. Like anything from there's crows, I've seen blue jays, there's owls, there's fucking we have, robins. We have a tree that's like dedicated to the crows. We've got the owl trees. Yeah. And then we usually have a lot of butterflies. Sometimes we get hummingbirds and we get a decent amount of birds. I will say it's it has definitely decreased over the past yeah. few years and you can definitely blame climate change on that. For sure. But when we first bought this house, like I would wake up pissed off because... Yeah. It would sound like a damn zoo outside. Yeah, for sure. It was very loud. <laughs> it was very loud, and that hasn't happened in years. No, the crows make the most noise, followed by the fucking blue jays. But other than you, but you're right. In the beginning, <laughs> it was like, Arr! I don't see blue jays in the <laughs> I saw one this weekend, like flying through the tree. I see it every I hate once in a while. I do too. They're very mean and they're very loud. Well, anyway, we had <clears throat> these little yellow finch dancing around our our yard with little tweety sounds. Yeah, my sister-in-law was like, "Oh, those are finches, and they come in all these different colors, and they got to eat very specific stuff." And David just got on his phone and like ordered a food and a finch feeder, and we put it up on our deck, and now we're we're praying for the finches. Yeah. So and then right after we put it up there, like instantly while we were sitting up there, a gray finch, four gray finches, flew right by it. And one of them, like, they kind of looked at it and landed on it. And then they all flew away except for one. And he was looking at me, looking at the feeder, looking at me, looking at the feeder, jumping on the feeder, jumped on the, like, the little bird call thing, looked at me, poked at it real quick, and then flew away. And I was like, man, he really wants it. He wants it. And now he went back, and I hope he told his finch buddies to come and partake. Because we have so many seeds. If any of you finches are listening, we got, a ton, we got like, a year's supply. What if the show becomes a bird watching cannabis show? That would be awesome. Can you imagine what a great hobby that would be? Yeah. I kind of want to get into bird watching? Yeah, I think so. Or bird attracting to your yard? Both. I've seen bird watchers on the north side of where we live. Yeah. 
for years and years. I think I would be into that. When literally, like, trees get protected and, like, everybody pulls their car over and gets out and, like, takes pictures of, like, the top of the tree. You can't even see what's yeah. in there. And, like, people take it seriously out here. Yeah. I take it I'm looking at, look, look at that butterfly. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like there's, then we also have this, like, butterfly sanctuary. Yeah. They migrate and they stop in our backyard for a while and they're beautiful. I learned about these hornets, these wasps yeah. that like kill caterpillars. God, always a hornet. Like they fucking hold them down and like stab them to death and shit on your tomato plants and stuff. <laughs> it's the worst. They're so mean. <laughs> They're terrible. I hate hornets. We've really been talking about like <clears throat> we've got to do something in our yard and make it more like pollinating and yeah. bee friendly because we don't have any bees in our yard ever. Mm-hmm. All I ever see are wasps and hornets and I don't even know what I'm looking at. Yellow jackets, I guess. Yucky mean things. Not sweet, fat honeybees. No, and I'm hoping maybe some of these birds can eat these insects, right? I don't know. They're so gnarly looking. Anyway. <laughs> I feel like birds love insects. <laughs> okay, well, anyway, that's bird. That's back, backyard bird talk with Kathy and Dave in the morning. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm looking at our catching up notes. Okay, next. It's back to school prep time. Yeah, it is. Man, I don't even <laughs> want to face it. I uh, am 45, 35% done. Man, I'm 0% done. I'm maybe 10% done. There you go. I might be 40% done. <sighs> well, I'm dedicating my next weekend to that. But, you know, I got to buy the school supplies. My daughter is in soccer. So I ordered her soccer uniform. I got to get her cleats. You know, <laughs> God. My coolest shoes growing up. Yeah. Were they soccer shoes? Were indoor vans, indoor soccer shoes. Cool. I had them in blue and black. That's that time I found $60 at the outlet when I was a little kid. And it like, it was like, are you on camera? Um, anyway. You found $50, huh? $60. $60. Wow. For a kid in the 90s? Oh, honey, I know. That's amazing. At the outlet stores? People are thrifty at outlet stores. I did not do the right thing. But I was also with my friend. Wait, why did you not do the right thing? Did you so buy right, the shoes? Oh, we bought all sorts of shit. I oh, you didn't buy car strings. Did you buy the shoes? I bought though? toys. I bought those shoes. Well, why did you do the wrong thing? Because you should have turned it in so someone else could steal it and spend it on stuff. No, so you can turn it in so the person who fucking dropped it can go to the counter and be like, "Oh my gosh, I dropped money. I think did anybody turn anything in?" Absolutely not, ma'am. <laughs> I need this $60. That's what you're supposed to do. But I did not do that. Um, but it's okay. I was a kid. And what can you expect from <clears throat> kids sometimes? I don't know. Sometimes I found, they do fuck with I know we've had this we've had this conversation before, but when I was a kid, I found a hundred dollar bill oh my gosh. in front of some like in fact the store was uh called the half price store. Okay. What is with us finding money at the discount store? I don't know, but you know what I bought with that? I told my mom, I was like, Mom, I want a snowsuit like Luke Skywalker wore in Empire Strikes Back. And I did. I did. I mean, like, I couldn't find the exact one. But I got like, you was know. It, did she ask where the money came from? She was with me when I found out. I was like, Mom, look, $100. And then she's like, oh, my. Oh. And she quickly snatched it from me. And then later after, she's like, what do you want to get with your $100? It was like a snowsuit. I'm going to make this fan- this memory. Your mom dropped $100 without ever telling you. <laughs> she probably did. <laughs> That wily lady. I bet you probably did. I mean, I was only, what, like 10 years old. Jeez, give me a break, everybody. Um, You guys, if you ever find a huge, large sum of cash, like it was from a crime or whatever. Your mom dropped it. It's probably marked and you can't spend it. 
I read this whole thing on Reddit about like, what could you do? Like, what is the most realistic like plan of action if you come across a huge stash of cash like that, like a robbery, you know, where they had to like ditch everything. For Can you take reason. it to a uh, bill changer machine and then just endlessly get a no. ton of coins? It's like once they're like tracked, sure. it's like done. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm sure you could buy drugs with it. Yeah, definitely. Just buy everything you possibly can, like, on the black market. You know what I would do? Well, one of the things I would do is I would absolutely go to a dispensary and spend it because they have they're a cash-based system anyway, and no one gives a fuck about them. So, <laughs> Okay. Anyway. Buy a bunch of stuff like that. What are we even talking about anymore? <laughs> I guess we how to spend to stolen money, I guess. Back to school. Well, okay. There you go. You, we just uh, took you back to school. Okay. So that's what we're doing. We're very busy with that. You did get a cool backpack today for your daughter, and it was really dope when it came in, and I was impressed. I got my daughter's high school backpack, which is, like, so cool and big and ready for 10,000 bucks. It's very cool. Okay, next. We are in 2021, finally, Mm -hmm. as a couple, watching RuPaul's Drag Race. and We are. We love it. I love it. I want to watch it tonight. David's favorite show. I'm sorry, it is. We literally, I love it. I literally, like, I was like, okay, let's start with this one. He watched the first episode. I watched it happen to his face. That was hooked. The, the hooking. It was just done. <laughs> Unbelievable. Those ladies. So talented. So hilarious. The so funny, funny ones are so fucking funny. We just will watch anybody funny. We will. <laughs> and I would say Alaska is my favorite drag queen. <laughs> so I want to say... um, because I'm a perpetually on the internet person, I do know who have known who a lot of these people are. Yeah. Over the many years that this show has been on, mm-hmm. and I've always followed the Drag Race subreddit, but never really read it except for <clears throat> um, stuff on Trixie and Katya, who are my okay. favorites. Well, yeah, but fun. I never watched like Trixie and Katya. I would watch. I watched, uh, which is the name of the show, <laughs> um, and then I watch. Whatever else Trixie and Katya have. We watch I like some them. Show about them. And um but I never actually watched Drag Race until recently. And it's so good. I, I we we're going by this list of like there's so many seasons, you guys. There's literally like 21 seasons or something if you count them all everything up. So we're going by kind of like the best rated seasons. Actually, I started him on the All-Star season with uh what season was that? Two. All-Stars two? Yeah, it was two. Wasn't it? Which Alaska wins. Yeah, which is awesome. Um, <clears throat> because of the Mae West snatch game. So epically funny. I've never seen him laugh so much. Oh we had to watch it like five or six times. I couldn't get over how hilarious it was. <laughs> <clears throat> Tootsie low. So anyway. So funny. Uh, start RuPaul's Drag Race it. if you've not done that yet. I recommend going with the All-Stars 2 season. I agree. Um, but we have not watched them all. I think right now we're watching season seven. It's no. what Trixie and Katya are in it, so I yeah. think it is seven. We started to watch five and stopped. Or maybe we didn't stop. No, we did stop. I mean, and we might go back and watch it. It's just like we wanted to get to something. Let us know if there are other like supremely iconic seasons <clears throat> that we missed out on that yeah. we should definitely be watching. There, I bet there are. I'm kind of avoiding like the first one season because I'm afraid it's no good. Like all first seasons are yeah um but that's that they're very funny rupaul's drag race <laughs> good job good alaska job, and um RuPaul. all right lastly on catching up 
There are some brand new bubblers at happyflowercompany.com. Yeah, there are. I highly recommend going over there. We have no more pipes for you. Yeah, so we don't sell these individually. <laughs> we sell them in the bundle. So oh, like sorry. instead of a pipe, you can have this thing. And it's a better thing. It's got water in it. It's tiny. I mean, I yeah, would definitely Yeah, it's a cute little it. bubbler. There's three different colors. They're cute. Um, they don't 100% fit standing up in the Stash Logics case, but you could empty it out and lay it flat in the Stash Logics case if you wanted to. But it comes also in the basic bundle. I know it's the basic bundle. I'm just talking. I'm like trying to give people a frame of reference. For oh, okay. Okay. Is. Gotcha. Gotcha. You can lay it sideways in that, though. Yeah, you could lay it sideways in like a case. and No close. water, though. Yeah. Someday we'll find the perfect size instrument. Yeah. Until then, we're trying new things. We tried our pipes. Now we're trying these. Have we tried two different pipes or just the one? We had the Grab Labs pipe, and then we had our own pipes made, handcrafted. And we sold every single one of them. So I love it. Now we got to get these. You got to try these things. So I wonder how everyone's experience was with I those. do know a couple of them. I do still have the two. The oh, no. Well, that's <clears throat> not good. <laughs> yeah, like, we had a couple customers that were like, this broke. Here's a picture. And I'd be like, here's a new one. I'm sending it right Oh, I do remember that happening. I do have two left. But we should keep them forever because they say happy flower on them. Oh, yeah. I've got one downstairs. It's okay. Um. Well, anyway, that's it for happy flower. Go patronize our online hemp store. Oh, pretty soon we're going to be selling some very cool concentrate, CBD concentrate bundles, but I'll, I'll just... We can't talk about that yet. Yeah, I'll leave it at that. It's very exciting. We're bringing them back. There's hints on the stonermom.com. Yeah, go check it out. <laughs> there's not really hints. There are no hints anywhere, I don't think. But there's me saying, I love this. I wish we had something like yeah, this. Yeah, you're... I said something. that in a video, and now... It's reality. And it's barely been a few weeks. Yeah. We just have to make the branded stuff for them. Okay. Anyway, that's it for catching up. Love you guys. We're moving on to, are you ready, honey? Yeah. I'm ready. It's trivia battle. Let's do it. Let's battle. You for our lives. Right? That's a little RuPaul for you there. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. That dead pig. Don't the look at that. first thing that... She's got to find out. Okay, so, people... so we got to figure out what deck we're going to use. Post dead animals on social media. Oh, God. Okay, heads up. All right, what's All your... Right. What do we got? Okay, adult supervision, uh -huh. bad behavior, adult supervision, even adultier, adult supervision bachelorette party, bottoms up, as seen on TV, totally 80s. Adult supervision. How about as seen on TV? It's like the 2000s. Karaoke night. Hey, Mr. DJ. Blockbuster movie. That was crashing it last night. Yeah, we can't play that one. We were playing Heads Up in Bed Yeah, we do a lot. <laughs> we do. We, we sure do. That was fun. Okay, well, What am play. I doing? Do either... What did you say? As seen on TV. Yeah, or one of the adult ones, I guess. Because the adult ones are the closest thing to also fun. Cannabis. Yeah. Okay, David's here we go. David's up. Or who's up? I don't know. We never know. It's I'm up. Okay. Uh, this is a show that I think started in the 80s, and you would send in your tape, and they were bonkers. Candid camera. No, and uh, Bob Saget America's was the host. Yes. home videos. Right. Um, this is a show I don't think we watched, but the lady from The Office is in it, and it's on another show. And oh, she, God. Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. Did I say it right? Yeah. No, it's the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. This is a show starring, um, what's her name? She was in Elf, the lady in Elf who was the singer, that girl. Oh, the, that lady. the it, new girl, new yeah, girl. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, this is Warner Brothers with Bugs Bunny. What are they called when you watch them? There's oh. zany shows. They're also blanky blanks. Um, Daffy. Yeah, but they're specifically Saturday this brand of cat- cartoon is what? called a something something. Looney Tunes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. This is a show we watched with Bob, Bob Odenkirk, and he just recently had a heart attack. Breaking Bad. The other one. Uh, better Call Saul. Yes. Um, uh, this is the show with the turtles. Or the, <laughs> shit, I said the word. It's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. All right, not bad. You did good. All right, that's acceptable. All right, cool. I'll accept that. Are you up? Are you gonna do TV? Yeah. Are you ready? Yes. I'm going to do a bong if all this happens. Okay, here it comes. Okay. A bunch of people stuck on an island and they have to live there for years and years. Gilligan's Island? Yes. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay, that's good. Um, make it work. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Project Guy. Runway. Yes. Uh, oh, shit. I don't know what this is. Mm. I, don't, I don't know what it is. Okay, it's like that. Um, oh, God. Okay, this is a show we never watched. It's funny. It's about firefighters. Firefighters? It, it's been recommended to us many times. Oh, is it firefighters or police officers? Or police officers. Um, Brooklyn 91770? Yes, 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 Oh my God, this is the show we just talked about that we are watching. RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes. Wow. Oh my God. Okay, this is the show where it's really dangerous to catch certain fish. Oh, Deadliest Catch. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This is my favorite show when I'm a teenager. And Dawson's Creek. Jackson. Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is a show you watch in the morning. It's... Good Morning America. Yes. <laughs> okay, I got that one. Let's see what this is. All right. Yeah, yeah. Spin City. I don't know. I would never have gotten Spin City. Who's, okay. Who's in Spin City? I don't know. I feel like it's like a white comedian <laughs> blonde man. Is that a thing? I don't know, honey. Okay, know what do you want to do now? I Another feel like that's one? Enough for okay, podcast. all right. Here you go. Do you think some people play along <laughs> while we're while we're doing it? I do think that the people think. I I think you along. could make a game out of it, and every time someone gets one, you have to take a hit or drink something. Well, maybe you're driving your car while you're listening. Oh, then don't do don't do that. Um, that's a bad idea. But people have told me that they they play along. That's cool. And they try to guess. And that they never fucking know them. Especially the pop culture when we used to do pop culture. Man. So much fun, right? We sh- Maybe we should do pop culture one time. No. I not. have it. Do you want me to do it? It's okay. All right. Well, is that it for We'll do it next the week. Thing? Or next time. Okay. We'll do it next time. Well, who, who won? It was a tie. Oh, well, congratulations. Thank you. I mean, like, I don't know how... Because the la- when I just held the phone or whatever, you know, you held the phone and I guessed whose turn is that? <laughs> we never know. <laughs> we honestly don't know. Um, okay, we're I mean, moving on. I don't know. It's time to leave Libation Court. We've been All here right. way too long. Let's go. Let's walk home. Goodbye. Bye. guys it is time for listener letters and i'm doing a dab at the same time send in your letters please we can tell. to mom and dad are stoned at gmail.com share your <laughs> cannabis story ask your stoner questions or request some good old-fashioned advice 
from a very stoned person doing dabs. Like you right now. We will field your questions on cannabis, growing, relationships, parenting, us, you, whatever. We will look up those answers stoned if we don't know the answer. My stuff is bubbling, okay? Is it bubbling? Again, that's mom and dad are stoned at gmail.com. Please send in your letters because we don't have any more. We have none. I thought we had a big backlog, but we don't. Well, what's this one? You did find one. This is one, a fantastic one from June that I felt had such great questions. And I was just waiting on it. And now I'm ready for it. Let's hear it. It is long and I'm going to read it anyway, because I feel like it's quite relatable to many of our listeners. Dear Stoner Mom and Dad, I found your show because I was looking for a community. I'm the mother of a beautiful seven-month-old baby girl who I'm absolutely in love with. We live in Ohio. And as of January 2019, marijuana is medicinally legal. I had my license by March of that year. When I found out I was pregnant last March, I quit cold turkey. But after she was born during pandemic and after I was furloughed from a job for the second time, I was desperate to smoke again. So after about a month of being afraid that cannabis would interfere with my breast milk and doing my research, I took the plunge. Worth it. Okay, it's helped tremendously to slow down all the chaos so I can manage and compartmentalize things. I also have a family history of mental health and suffered from postpartum depression for the first six months. While I'm only just coming out of my depression, cannabis helped tremendously throughout. The problem is it seems like no one has told the people of Ohio that marijuana is medically legal. The stigma is thick and casual conversation about it immediately becomes tense. I'm also black. My fiance and sister-in-law are white, and it's not lost on me that this doesn't help to lessen the tension about the subject for a myriad of stereotypical reasons. Whether I'm buying blunt wraps from the rural-ass gas station or talking to my fiance's sister who lives just 40 minutes away, I feel judged and discarded by these people because I use cannabis to my benefit. And it's not just that. Much like you guys, I love the thrill of figuring out my cannabis journey. The dispensary is my sanctuary, and I love the mental health benefits I get from it. So I'm looking for my community. All my friends smoked at one point, and I didn't have to search for it, but lost all of them, have changed with age and no longer smoke, and others live too far away to relate or to assist. I went to Facebook in search of a group to fulfill my need for community and found a Black Mom Cannabis group. Oh, but nearly nothing about it fits what I'm looking for. To each their own, um, but as open-minded as I'd like to think I am, there were some things that were a little triggering for me there, and so far there is very little relatable content for me in this group. So a friend of mine suggested I try one of those crunchy granola hippie white cannabis mom groups on Facebook. I just got to say, I love all of this because like I was such, when I was a new mom and on Facebook, because I haven't been on Facebook forever, like I just was in every type of mom's group and every, there's just, it's very relatable to me. Anyway, um, okay. Cannabis mom groups on Facebook, but that's turning out to be a bunch of posts of Tattoo-covered hipster moms publicly breastfeeding, which is I wholeheartedly support. But again, that is not what I'm looking for. <laughs> I know all of these groups. I've yeah. been in all of them at one time. Okay, so that's where y'all come in. I feel like you might be my closest option for community. Finding the black communities I'm drawn to in this new, been here two and a half years, environment has been a struggle. And even in a new administration, there are still some Trump flags flying. 
Um, any suggestions on overcoming this feeling I have about my own cannabis use? <clears throat> here's, here's her list of questions. How should I counter the stigma and regain my confidence in this aspect of my life in terms of what does it, what it does for me? Any other suggestions for cannabis communities, for parents, even if they're virtual? Also, I heard on the last episode that you wait until all the kids are in bed to smoke. Is this something you're hiding from them? Any suggestions on how to educate our next generation? So this ugly stigma isn't carried on. I would love to hear more on more content on how you move in these spaces. I'm a fairly new listener, so I apologize if this is something you've already covered. I'm also a huge fan of the Read podcast. Dang, what a great is, show. <laughs> and it has helped greatly in this area, especially pre-baby, but I'd love to hear from parents on this matter. Um, thank you for your wonderful, beautiful question and for sharing your experiences. I found it really relatable. I want to say, like, I, to Ohio, I have like family roots in Ohio. Like my father is from Ohio and I've had to go to Ohio many, many times in my life. And we legit called it the Bible Belt growing up. So I can't imagine that its stance on cannabis legalization has really, you know, grown yeah. much. But you've got medical, which I mean, some places don't even have that, which yeah. is unbelievable to me. But um so anyway, you had quite a few questions at the end there. So let's just hit these one at a time. Are you ready, David? I'm ready. Please feel free to step in and interrupt or add, contribute. Oh, I'm okay. going to <clears throat> light up this crazy blunt again. I'm sorry I sound bad. You don't sound bad. You sound like you're libating in eight different ways at one time. Okay. Any suggestions on overcoming this feeling I have about my own cannabis use? How should I counter the stigma and regain my confidence in this aspect in my life in terms of what it does for me? I have a lot of thoughts. I'm not a shit stirrer at all. And if I lived in a place that was unsafe for me to fight to change the stigma, the cat is literally scratching her furniture in front of my face. Um... I would I wouldn't do so. You know what I mean? And everybody's different in that aspect. I'm going to talk about that later. But it's like a really slow process for a community to go from <clears throat> medicinally legal to full adult use. And then many years after that, like the actual community stigma changing. But I will say living in a place where it's been legal for many, many years now, it did. The stigma has absolutely changed. I do assume that many adults, many of the parents at the schools, I mean, I don't think they're hardcore stoners like me, but I think that they probably use yeah. pot. Well, they wouldn't be opposed to it if someone did <laughs> or, it. And, and yeah, I think that's part of it, too. When it starts, like, benefiting your kid's school, you know, and, like, they get a shiny new playground and stuff. <laughs> yeah, from revenue. <laughs> you're kind of like, okay. <laughs> and that, all I'm saying is for the whole community to feel safer to come about, come out about cannabis that's on them it's not on you it's not your your job to even like change it or whatever you know how cannabis makes you feel and i think you want to concentrate on like finding that core group of people and friends that can relate to that or don't judge you for that and hopefully can partake as well, whether it be virtually or whatever, because that's when you truly feel heard is when you realize, oh, my gosh, I'm not the only new mom that's using cannabis. Like, it's just not the case at all. When you think of responsible adult use, how many adults out there are parents? I mean, a staggering amount. You know what I mean? So it's not uh, the small amount of people, I feel like. And you just kind of have to wait for the times for the community around you to sort of 
change and get better about it. And like I said, I wouldn't really stir the pot in general until I felt really safe around core people. Okay, here are my thoughts that I wrote down. <clears throat> well, it's all the stuff I already said. I wrote, get personal and real about cannabis with those who earn your trust, but you don't need to stress yourself out by getting into like arguments with like people that you can't win over. Like that's the biggest thing with some with people that are like anti-legalization and stuff. They're just on another playing field completely politically, you know, in all sorts of different ways that it's, you're just never going to win. And like, they would never get you to change your mind either. And, and so it's just like, I'll forget it. Like, why would I even stress myself out about that? I'm yeah. not going to, I will waste talking about cannabis with the people that I feel are receptive to that, uh, you know, information or the ones that are already been there and you're preaching to the choir because that's when it's the most fun because you are smoking together. Okay. Any other suggestions for cannabis communities for parents, even if they're virtual? I'm telling you the black women in cannabis are on Instagram. They're also on Twitter, but they're on Instagram. There are so many great people to follow that there's great brands to follow. I mean, as cannabis becomes more commercialized, you know, it's absolutely reaching out into every community out there. So there are a plethora of people and not everybody is like a big cannabis account. You have to get into like where the real people are on like Instagram. And those are like the followers of like different influencers. Um, so here, what did I say? There's also a lot of Canamom groups specifically on Instagram. You can literally just start by like searching under that hashtag. There is a lot of censorship on Instagram. So sometimes hashtags aren't reflective of the most up-to-date posts, especially in cannabis, but it's still a good place to get started. And you will see just, there's just so many different women out there being very out um about their cannabis use and the fact that they're parents and you could just kind of go from there um that's literally how my very super close online friend group has been built has been people coming into my dms and me establishing a relationship with them and then they kind of get pulled into the the close girl group. And then we're all smoking weed on Instagram together yeah. privately in our closets in my closet. <laughs> That's where the real vibes are, um, is finding that core group of people. So if it's people from your past that you can like FaceTime with and smoke weed with, or if it's new people and I'm talking about establishing those relationships through social media, it's a new time. You can totally do it. I've done it. Um, it just takes a lot of work. And of course there's a lot of, weirdness out there the first person i was going to tell you follow me on instagram and then go through the people that i follow i follow a lot of black ladies i'm telling you so you can start there um i the, my thing was i was starting to go through my list and i was like i honestly don't know who is a mom specifically and who's just like a cannabis blown blown mama's a mom I know. So my next, the first person that comes to mind is obviously Blunt Blow and Mama. I've shouted her out a lot of times on this podcast. She has a community, a podcast, a brand dedicated to just what you're looking at. And so when you start commenting on stuff like that or um, finding other people like through comments, you know, that look interesting to follow, don't feel shy about it. Like you can follow people and then eventually you can send a DM or whatever 
and you never know what will happen. But like I said, it literally is how so many people these days have established cannabis friendships is by smoking pot together on Instagram live, either doing it live for everybody to see or doing it privately through their DMs with a video call, which is what I do um, with my girlfriends. And I mean it like we do it at least once a week, if not multiple times a week. And we absolutely check in on each other every single day. At least one of us is checking in on everybody. Um, that is true. And it's it takes work to find that. I'm not saying that it's easy at all, but that's honestly my only frame of reference is how I built that. Um, Network. Sort of. Yeah, it's and it's hit or miss. And sometimes people <clears throat> disappear and you never hear from them again. And it's like, whatever happened to her? Um, <laughs> right. But. Mm. So you can find uh, Blunt Blow and Mama at Blunt Blow in. Ending with an N. Mama. I was going to say at the Mommy Jane on Instagram is another great account. If you're looking for Canamom, very specific content. And that's another place that she, I mean, she absolutely has a community that you can be a part of. And that might be your jam. It might not be your jam, but it's a way to get started, at least with like, who are people that she's promoting, that she's talking to. And then you can really niche down and find the different personalities, you know, that really speak to you. Mm -hmm. that's what I do. That's how I use Instagram and all of that. Okay. Also, I heard on the last episode that you wait until all your kids are in bed to smoke. Is this something you're hiding from them? Any suggestion on how to educate our next generation so this ugly stigma isn't carried on? <clears throat> Just because we don't physically smoke weed in front of our kids does not mean that we are hiding anything. We have, a, we have multiple public-facing family businesses in the cannabis and hemp industry. So our kids are very up to date and grown and educated about cannabis, the history. My kids know about prohibition. They know about the laws. They know about the war on drugs. They know about people being in jail, all of that stuff. When we say we don't smoke weed until the kids are in bed or we don't physically smoke, it's literal. We're like, we just don't smoke weed in front of the kids. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want my kids in a smoky environment, period. I don't smoke cigarettes in front of my kids. I wouldn't smoke weed in front of my kids right now. Um, the other thing is my kids are older. I will say when my kids were younger, you can definitely get away with like smoking on a bong and like blowing it out the door yeah. or whatever, because <laughs> the kid just truly does not know. But when your kids are in high school, like, you know, their, know their, so. their friends know what vaping is like they know about it's just, it's just a different world. And it's like not something I'm comfortable with modeling at the moment, but they know everything about like what we do and where we stand as far as that stuff. So that's what is important to us. Um, honest education early on has been essential for our family. It really was a, a requirement because of our work. Um, and then the other thing is that just everybody's decision to use or not use cannabis in front of their kids or in their home is personal and it's based on so many super personal things we're talking the locations the the laws race crime history custody of children employment status all of these things so it's like um you know i just try you can whatever you do to break the stigma in your own way is good enough you know i'm not ever going to be here and, and asking that everybody 
do all of the stuff that's like unsafe or puts them in a bad position to parent, you know, by being super out and proud about their cannabis. There's a lot of people that just don't have that freedom, frankly. They don't have a medical card yet. They're not in a legal state like me. You know what I mean? So it's just different for everybody. And whatever you can do on your own, in your own space, I think is good Agreed. enough. And there's lots of different things. There's like, it's you have a cannabis friendly home and you don't mind when people use it in your home. Or for others, you might be in like full use in front of the TV. For others, it's like strict medicinal use, you know, and like a medical routine. Whatever you're able to do in your own lifestyle is fine. So there's that. <laughs> I hope, so I just hope that's clear about like uh, our kids, like, we definitely never have said that we're hiding anything. It's pretty difficult to hide um, a hemp company. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's freaking plants growing in our house. Or okay. the stonermom.com. Like, right. they, they have to know. And, and I'm so fortunate that we were able to educate early. And you don't have to worry about that for a while. Um, but then you start really thinking about it. And, like, yeah. what am I going to say? And I have, young, I have friends with really young kids. Um, who you, I mean, it's literally part of their medical routine. So they use in front of their kids all the time. And like, I don't have the things that they have. I don't suffer from that. So of course I would not like want to put judgment on any of that just yeah. because what we choose, you know, in our home, it's absolutely not a one size fits all situation for parents. So everybody who's able to able to share like how they are able to consume and parent it's all different experiences. I feel like that's what you were hinting at with that first mom's group. Is that there were just stuff that you did not vibe with. And that's definitely something you see when you're like looking for friends and connections on like Instagram is you're going to find moms that you're just like, you know what? We don't have the same. We're not on the same level here. Um, so that's definitely a thing. I just think it's cool that <clears throat> people are even thinking about, OK, this thing is around now. And how do I? What can I do? You know, I mean, how do I set a good example or put my best foot forward doing it? Yeah. That's um, cool that you even have that option now, I guess. Definitely. So thank you so much for your awesome question. It was wonderful to hear from your perspective, to hear about Ohio <laughs> and how the vibes aren't great <laughs> for cannabis. Let's change that, Ohio listeners. I don't have, I wish I had like a magic phrase you could tell, you could like say to people to see if they were down. Yeah, there's just not a secret hand gesture or anything. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, you know what? No, there was a lady that, oh God, I can't, I wish I could remember her name. I think it's marijuana mom or something. Anyway, she had a thing, a TikTok where she dropped like her papers in front of the, fr the, <laughs> the supposed friend. And then you say to the, the potential friend, oh, you dropped your papers. And then they go, those aren't mine. Or, and then you're like, okay, this is not a person. Yeah. But if they're like, oh my God, shit. Like I did. <laughs> then you're like, oh, maybe that's it. You can't do that online, but yeah. whatever. Anyway. That's pretty funny though. That's a great one. <laughs> oh right. my God, you dropped your papers. <laughs> do you like papers? <laughs> do you like papers it's not good enough to drop a lighter maybe drop your vape pen oh vape pen i also say like i feel like friendships can start at the dispensary in illegal in places like ohio that are still yeah, like because sure. i remember when it was 
that was all we had here. Yeah. And it was like such a thing to go and like oh. talk and you knew which bartender was like, which one you liked and which one you didn't like. And like, I don't know. It's good. Dave is always a good choice. <laughs> now I just go downstairs <laughs> to Dave. Anyway, I love your question. Thank you so much. Please feel free to send in any more or follow-ups. And thanks a lot for listening. We truly, truly appreciate the time uh, that you took to send us in that letter. You guys, we need more letters. <laughs> please send more letters. We do need more letters. Demom Come on, mom and dad are stoned. I promise. There's a lot of talent out there. I promise I won't talk so much for the next letter. All right. Goodbye. Bye. I have a question for you. What? Are you stoned? I don't know. You know, I'm gonna, no, not as much as I need to be. Wait, did you oh. tell them that you left and came back with Weller and now I did. It's, empty? it's already gone. I mean, like, well, you were talking a lot <laughs> and I didn't want to in interrupt. Um, I like these. I like the strain. It makes me you like thinking a lot that about like, oh, is this the right thing to say or not? Honey, did you have any input in our last question? No, not really. Oh my gosh, sometimes I feel like I talk too much on this show. No, I mean, you're the expert, not me. It's not the stoner David, it's oh, the no. stoner mom. I don't feel like anybody's an expert. I just well, feel like we're having a realistic conversation. We are. As a couple. Yeah. And it just is. You know me, honey, I don't care. I mean, like, okay, it's just whatever. like, whatever makes everybody happy. Whatever you said. The reason I ask if you're stoned is because it's time for stone oh. conversations with David and Catherine. Well, let's, let's do it up. I'm ready. Today we're talking about tolerance. Oh, I have quite, I have a good tolerance now. We haven't talked about tolerance since episode 85. Yeah. What do we say back then? <laughs> well, I literally lifted the notes from that episode and pasted them into these notes so we're gonna say what we said so I, <coughs> I could tell you exactly what we all said. right well cool <laughs> what did we say <coughs> oh my gosh well oh gosh you know what i gotta do you know what this is missing a blunt a dab honey <laughs> what these aerial roots i'm I, sitting next to the monster plant i know they're like really wrapped around this thing. I know, but Wait. do you see all the new aerial roots that well, are developing I'm... literally everywhere? Does that mean that they're jealous and they want more? It means our plant is doing well, even though it looks so crazy. When they develop those aerial roots, that means they feel strong and secure and they want some more security. So do you got to get them a moss pole. So we got them a moss pole. Are we supposed to keep that thing wet? Which thing? The moss pole. Dang, I don't know. We gotta look it up. Um, oh. All right, guys, what is ca cannabis tolerance? I wanted to like talk about everybody's tolerance, how it is these days. Let's talk about it. But then, do I should I educate people on tolerance too? Just like, for a few minutes. Can okay. you do it for five minutes? Yes, you uh, develop cannabis uh, tolerance to cannabis very quickly. Tolerance just means that over time, the effects of cannabis on an individual are lessened. So you have to use more cannabis to feel the same effects as before. That sounds negative, but there are good things about having a, a healthy tolerance is what I like to call it. Fortunately, you cannot overdose on cannabinoids, so increasing your intake is pretty much always fine. 
but it may, but for many reasons, it can be a pain. It's costly. It can be kind of bad for your general health if you're not wanting to smoke a ton of weed all the time. Um, and, you know, it's mostly the money, like going through your supply quickly and then having to replenish can be a drag. Are you all right over there? He's doing some severe plant maintenance. Well, okay, plant, real quick, <laughs> I, I don't mean to derail you, but um, so we got this moss pole yes. for the Monstera, and I tied a, one of the, these, this thing was sticking out all the way over here. Uh-huh. And now I took it off and it stood straight up on its own. Dang. <sighs> you trained it. I guess so. Train these other ones to not jam their faces up to the window so much. Well, I think if I put the other moss pool in there, and I bet we could do that. I love it. Okay. Okay, so... Um, Sorry. Those are the cons. Oh, that's okay. Everybody likes plant talk. Um, but a higher tolerance is also, like I said, it can be a good thing. You all remember how high you got the first many times that you started using cannabis. And it was a lot of fun for a long time. But you couldn't really use that and function. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. responsibly drive a car. Oh, yeah. Be responsible at your job. Yeah. You're too high. You're it was like high. a more recreational thing. So obviously, people that are using it for medical reasons or daily cannabis users such as myself, like, we can't be getting that high every day. Um, and so that's what a tolerance does. It makes it so that you're able to function and like yeah. use your medicine and get all of these amazing <laughs> benefits, whether they be mental or physical or, you know, um, and then still be able to, you know, do all of the things that we'll unfortunately have to do. Yeah. That's what I mean when I talk about a healthy tolerance. And so that level is different for everybody. And obviously it's always changing based on your use. Um, and there's different things you can do to kind of tweak it, to lessen it or increase it. You have to be really self-aware, you know, you have to know what kind of consumption methods do what to you and why different types of plants and what they do to you, all of that kind of stuff. You have to pay attention to that stuff. Um, was that your, is that, have you, are you on, did you already explain what a tolerance was and now you're talking about something else? Or yeah. You, okay. I talked about what's good about it and what's bad about Got it. it. So the more you use it, the more you're going to develop a tolerance, which means you might need to use more cannabis yeah. to feel that way. Or you just might never feel those ways ever again. I'll As tell it, you what, I'm, I got a tolerance now. I, like this kind of stuff used to make me crazy. Yes. For a long time on this podcast, David didn't even smoke weed. Um, yeah. And then he went through like hemp only phases. And yeah, now... You're, you're I feel great. Pretty, I feel great. He can vape it. He can smoke it. He can't eat mm. it. Everybody's tolerance is different. Yeah. Your tolerance with your edibles are always, in my opinion, wildly different from <laughs> yeah. everything else that you do. Like, That's true. Like uh, edibles have like this bizarre, like no effect on me, unfortunately. Or like if I feel high, I'll feel high for a very short amount of time, which is not a typical experience for people with edibles. Um, I feel like I don't live in a great state for edibles. Oh, yeah, I would agree with that because we've had edibles from out of state and they were dialed in. Like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. With the exception, I'm going to say All the, I, 1906 is good. Yeah, they're dialed in, but everything here is like so low dose that it's like. Yeah, five milligrams. Nobody wants to sit here and eat five chocolate bars or whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like. <laughs> 
Yeah. Okay, anyway, I'm sorry. We're, we're de- derailed. The dog's drinking water. <laughs> um, so anyway, once you establish that healthy tolerance, you're able to balance cannabis and real life very easily. Tolerance is why stoners can walk around all day, every day, and work, and parent, and succeed, and live their lives without acting like stoners all the time. It's all about that tolerance. So my question to you, David, is what is your... What is your tolerance like right now these days, would you say? Well, you already said it's oh, well, pretty good. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'd say it's pretty good. I mean, like, I I guess, like, getting too high for me doesn't have the, like, there is no, like, oh, my God, I can't move. Well, it's it, just, like. Except well, for edibles. Except for edibles. I cannot do edibles. But with smoking. But with smoking it out of a bong. Yeah. And you had mentioned, like, a cart. I can't really. The carts also affect me wildly. Oh, they do. Not that as bad true. as I mean, like I could take. Let me just put it this way: I could take one hit off that Rio stash, and that's it. That would be done. You know what I mean? Concentrate. But yeah. if I took two, then I would start being paranoid and weird. So, but grass. I mean, grass. I just said grass. <laughs> oh my god! I am not. <laughs> I am not born in the '60s. I promise. Okay, so it's okay to be born in the '60s. But I don't want you to. I'm old, but I am not that old. So, <laughs> anyway. um Anyway, yeah. You so I can smoke weed. to the 60s. I was. I was born in the magical year of 1970. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, and anyway, I think... Anyway, I, it doesn't affect me. What I'm trying to say is, Jesus, it just doesn't affect me like it used to. Okay? <laughs> and I can do it and go to sleep and not have crazy Yay. dreams. And I can, you know, mellow out and... Actually, honestly, what I was going to say earlier when we were talking about that listener letter... Yeah. Um... And excuse me, because, you know, I am a little stoned because this is a stone conversation. So I don't know if I'm going to say it correctly. But what I was trying to say is I was thinking when you mentioned the medical red card thing and I was like, you know, is it irresponsible or whatever? Um, my thing was going to be like, well, you know what? Um, if you look at it strictly from a recreational point of view, drinking alcohol is so bad for you. Like, I love to drink alcohol. Oh, yeah. It's very cancer-causing. But but I've been thinking, like, gosh, if I could just switch over and be, like, a recreational cannabis user, that would be so much better. Yeah. So I'm trying to do that a little bit, and I think I could do it. I mean, like, right now I'm at the stage where it's like, I know what streams I like. And I like that purple paralysis is, like... I knew it. Remember? Yes. So um, I don't know what I'm if I said anything of value there, but I guess that's what I'm saying is like the recreational part of it is is it beneficial to me? And I love it, and it's better for you than drinking. Even though I did get my bottle of Weller, which I'm very happy about. <laughs> You're really going through it. No way, man! Are you serious? It's so full. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna stop drinking it. Well, I just don't know when you're I ever know. gonna get it again. I don't think I ever will. So maybe we know places to has... go where we can get have drinks that have Weller in them, though. Yeah, it's just the bottle. Okay. Well, anyway, did I make any sense? I'm sorry if I said so much. Um. So I was gonna. My tolerance these days is ugh, it's just up and down. I've been sick a lot in July. Not really messed with my tolerance. In the past, sometimes when you're sick, you just, like, want to smoke weed. But yeah. I did we, not want to smoke yeah. weed this time. Anyway. I My general schedule is, um, I don't know. I try to do a little bit every day. Um, even on those busy days, I try to get 
a little bit of cannabis in my system in the morning, in the late morning, um, and then kind of throughout the day, just depending on my schedule. I have no problems with kind of using it throughout the day when everybody is home. And then when we do have stuff that's going on, I would tailor my experience to that. Um, I use it enough where it is still like uh, beneficial for me as far as like managing my mood, managing my depression. It is my main and only form of depression treatment, which is crazy, crazy to say, but it is true. <clears throat> and it works for me right now. Um, I'm not saying it's always going to work, but it's worked for many years for me. Um, and I wouldn't advise it for anybody that's like not, I don't know. Anyway, super self-aware, I guess. You have to know when like things are not working. For sure. What the heck am I even talking about? I am so stoned that dab <laughs> got me. Yeah, um, I use a combination of concentrates and flour. I use them really effectively. And I feel like when I want to be stoned, I absolutely can be stoned. And there are some weeks when I'm just really busy. And so the amount of cannabis I smoke is just not really enough. Like I don't have like a full sit down session. I'm just like seshing a little bit outside and then like coming in and it's enough to get some cannabinoids in my system, but it's not enough to like make me fully feel stoned. Do you know what I mean? And so then on those types of weeks, those busy weeks where I don't use a lot, um, on the weekends, I get so high. I get so high and like, I'm very susceptible to like the strain and like, um, I'll be sleepy and want to go to bed really early. <laughs> like It's almost like my tolerance is not high enough when I don't use it enough during the week. That is the truth. Right? Yeah, for sure. So I just kind of cycle like that. And it just kind of depends on my my real life, how busy I am and how able I feel and comfortable I feel. I tell you, the kids are going back into school. Oh, man, right? I mean, hopefully they stay in school. I know. I haven't thought about that yet. I know, me neither. Um, I've got some quick tips for lowering. Lowering? Your tolerance. Yeah, or is it raising your tolerance? It's lowering. It's like if you're too, if your tolerance is so high that it you don't get high anymore. Is that what yeah. you're saying? Yeah, and you're like kind of bummed. Okay, you're I got like, you. I need a switch, or I want to have more. I'm smoking too much. I want to have more control of how much I'm consuming because I can't literally afford this. It's too much. You know what I mean? Sometimes you're just definitely in that situation. I mean, we all are like all the time, right? grow your own but if you can't like you've got to sometimes stick to a budget so if you find your tolerance increasing and you want to like lower it down get a rain on it these are my tips the tried and true method a good old-fashioned tolerance break I, the, is that even my tip i haven't done a tolerance break <laughs> i go on tolerance breaks like when i'm busy or like when i'm sick David is claiming that I used to, but I cannot remember it. I mean, hold on. I'm going to talk. Right, I'm sorry. I had to get another drink <laughs> yes. while you were talking. You have absolutely taken tolerance breaks. And usually they were in the summertime if we went on vacation to go oh, see your parents. Oh, that's right. Yes. So um, I'm just one of those people that can really do that. And I can quit stuff super easily. Yeah. I've always been that way. I'm sorry. It feels like humble bragging when I say it. But like, I don't know what it is. I like addictive things so much. But when I need to turn them off, like, I'm ready to do it. 
I don't need a lot of convincing. It's true. I've used it. I mean, I, I like I said, I couldn't even remember the last time I went on a tolerance break. Yeah. And that's probably because I haven't traveled anywhere in a long time. But like, that's a good example. Like, I won't travel in general, like to see my parents or like to Texas or something with cannabis. Like, yeah, I'm too no. much of a, I'm just too afraid of it. It's pretty scary. So <laughs> that's how I'm able to like, I have no problem with not using it if i need to okay um so there embrace a tolerance break and when i say tolerance tolerance break it doesn't have to be a month or a week or anything extravagant it could literally be an afternoon or i'm gonna skip that nighttime sesh or i'm just not gonna smoke this day jesus i'm sorry but i will smoke on another day um so you know you don't have to set yourself up for anything um, extravagant to have a some impact on your tolerance. I have found this is all me speaking personally. I feel like my tolerance is great and healthy and I can kind of move it around as I need be. Number two, embrace micro dosing if possible. If you have the patience and the time, try limiting yourself to smaller doses. Um, and that will slowly bring your tolerance or maybe quickly bring your tolerance down. It's kind of like a cold turkey I mean, not cold turkey. It's sort of like a tolerance break, but um, you're still consuming a little bit. Number three, switch up your consumption technique. I swear by this. When I go from smoking a bong to like dry herb vaping, <clears throat> I get so high when I'm dry herb vaping. And then when I switch back to uh, smoking the bong, I get so high again when I smoke the bong. And the same happens for concentrates. I go through phases where I really enjoy concentrates and those are what I like. But for the most part, I go through longer phases where flour is all I want. You know what I mean? Right now I'm in a little bit of a concentrate phase, but I just, oh, I love, I love flour so much. Yeah, you do. How it makes me feel. Um, a full body experience. Anyway, you can always do that. That's a great way to like sort of keep a manage on like your health. If you're not wanting to smoke so much, you can decrease the amount by switching to dry or vaping. Uh, whenever you can. And it also has an impact on your tolerance. Then four, add CBD or hemp to your routine. I personally can attest to this. When I started using CBD back in like 2017, my cannabis consumption truly did go down. It was like I was getting a lot of the benefits uh, that I get out of smoking pot from CBD. Um, yeah, so that I didn't need as much of the cannabis to feel that way. I hope that makes sense. And I, again, tolerance is just, it's fluid. It's always changing. It's a dynamic thing. It depends on your lifestyle and what's going on and your body and your health and all of that stuff. So it's different for everybody. And that's why we say it's so important to be self-aware, know how this stuff affects you, pay attention to what you're consuming and how it makes you feel and how it's affecting you positively and negatively. It rarely affects me negatively at all. And because I pay attention to that, I can say that. It's true. <laughs> I think you're right. So there you go. That's my <clears throat> tolerance. Tail. Tail. Well, I like that. Thanks for that. All right. Goodbye. All right, goodbye. <laughs>
every week when you do that and I look at you. Yes. Um, or every other week. It just makes me think that we're part of a com- comedy duo that's been performing in nightclubs for a long time. And that's your intro to that. Is that accurate? No. Okay. I mean, that wouldn't be my intro to our act, no. To is this our, part is of our act talking about your grow? Yeah, but all the other acts, you've also had intros where like, listener letter. <laughs> I wish. I mean, it sounds fun, right? You could be wearing one of Maybe those. Maybe I should come up with a ditty for each one. You, you could be wearing one of those long, glamorous dresses. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying, with a big brooch thing, like right here on one shoulder. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying. My prom dress in high school yeah. was a dress just like that. It really? A one shoulder Long was it like light straight, blue or something? Dark blue, okay, sparkly, nice dress. I bet you looked amazing. That's mm, okay. <laughs> Someone else had my dress. Oh God, are you <laughs> kidding me? No, and I drove to San Francisco to get my dress. I don't even want to talk about it. Whatever. All right, let's on. just let it. Let's move on. Okay, so <laughs> let's talk about my grow and not prom dresses. Okay, so um. Oh my gosh. Well, one of my tents, I'm like, this is my test. You know, every grow comes with a test of your skill. Okay. Uh huh. And sometimes you you? have to defeat insects and like you have pests coming at you and diseases and nutrient deficiencies. And I got to say, I'm on top of it. I'm like, you're no way, man. Yeah, you're under control. You're dead. Boom. Here, here's some nitrogen or whatever to fix your yellow leaves. I mean, like I've successfully fought fought off the alternaria, uh-huh. which I think at one point I called alopecia. <laughs> Is that <laughs> r- ripping out your hair? That's when you lose your hair. I think. I think it's when you pull out your hair, isn't it? Well, one, either way, you ain't got no hair, right? Like you pull you tw- you over tweeze or you pull out your. It's I like guess. a stress. Thing. Well, one of those things where. Anyway, I was just calling Whatever. it that. I was wrong to call I'm, it that. I'm, we're probably both. So I got that tent going in. We're, at the, we're near the end. We, everything's a, a beautiful buds. I've got two hemp plants in there going, what are we doing in here? And then, you know, it's looking good. A lot of drink, water drinking. Still happening. So anyway, that's looking great. And then in my other tent, I've got this um, low-level light on these <laughs> seven little plants. They're... See, Two of them are purple paralysis seeds you found in some weed that you ground up. That's right. And they burst forth into life. Okay. From your grinder to the soil. That's magnificent. So, honey, does that mean something special about those seeds? Yeah. Well, let's hope here? that they're both females. I mean, like, I think they are um, because that plant was came from a feminized plant in those seeds. So, supposedly they're going to be females, but we don't know. Nature, nature works in mysterious ways. So... And then I've got some other stuff. But anyway, that's not even the big news. The big news is, is my electrician is coming to my house to wire it yes. up for more power. So I have a breaker box in the grow room. And I'm going to grow hemp down there for happy flower. Okay. David's beautiful hemp. I'm doing it. We're doing that. <laughs> well, I can't wait. I'm excited for this. It'll be good. New electricity safety. <laughs> It'll be safe and safe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's happening. Really, that's it. That's all that's going on. Okay. <laughs> are you okay? I did a pretty fat dab. Dang, during that. You always are doing those fat dabs. Ooh. <sighs> uh, well, are you sure that's it? 
I mean, I got a. I guess I got a garden. Um, oh. That's happening in the backyard, and it's. You I mean, had some chilies in there. Oh, and some magnificent zucchinis, oh, and we huge. got some cucumbers gorgeous. down there that are almost ready. Some we've got tons of peppers, like jalapeno peppers and lesser hot peppers. So anyway, that's fun. But other than that, I don't really have anything else to talk about. So okay, that's what's going on in my room. Well, thank you, Dave, for sharing. You are welcome. Bye. It's the end of the show. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> That's it. Honey, yes. For episode 162. Did you have a nice episode? I did. Did you? I did. Do you feel like you need to take a shower? Excuse me? After the show. Why? Well, I'm taking one. What is that supposed to mean? <laughs> I don't know. Like, we worked hard on the show and we're all sweaty from working so hard. Oh, I don't look like I need to take a shower? You don't, no. You don't I took a shower do. this morning. I know. You look clean. <laughs> I'm just saying. I was trying to make it sound like we worked so hard on that episode. We got a review, you guys. What? A new review in po- Apple Podcast. Get out of here. Okay, let's hear it. Absolutely adore this podcast. As a new mama stoner, I need a reliable source for responsible cannabis use. And this amazing couple did not disappoint. They are so down to earth, well-informed, and hilarious. Be assured that whenever I'm driving solo, your podcast is on and I'm learning and laughing. Thank you. Well, that is the sweetest. That's very sweet. Thank you so much for taking the time to leave that review. That is amazing. Yay! We haven't had a new review in so long. We literally don't even read them anymore. (laughs) But I guess I'll read them when they come because they're so great. So there you go. Um, Honey, what will we do now that the show is over? Well, now the show has over, uh, we have ordered some food to be delivered to our home, mm-hmm. um, which we're going to eat. Oh, and then we're probably going to watch RuPaul's <laughs> Drag Race while we eat that food. Don't you think? So we should probably spend this time getting our area set up Ooh, with all kitty. the accoutrements that okay. we desire. We definitely our, our need to feed children. the cats. We need to feed the cats. We need to feed the dog. And the dog. Oh my God. And he weighs the most. All right, guys, Uh, that is it for the show. We will be back again very soon with another episode. Until then, please remember to be safe and responsible with your cannabis use. Always be kind and smoke weed every day. Bye. Mom and Dad are Stoned is made by us, David and Catherine. You can learn more about us at thestonermom.com. Thestonermom.com has been our online home for the last seven years and is where you can learn more about us and cannabis with hundreds of articles, reviews, videos, and lots and lots of smoke sessions. We also encourage you to check us out at happyflowercompany.com. Happy Flower Company is our family-owned online hemp and accessories shop. There you can legally purchase our cannabinoid and terpene-rich smokable hemp buds. It is our pride and joy, and we are so happy when listeners of the show become customers. Please use code MADAZ15 for 15% off. That's M-A-D-A-S-1-5. Thanks so much for listening. Please don't forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review in Apple Podcasts to be shouted out on a future episode. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at mom, the letter N, dad, the letter R, stoned. Follow David on Instagram at what's going on in Dave's Grow. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the stoner mom. And follow Happy Flower Company on Twitter and Instagram at happy flower hemp.